Hi, my name is Scott Schweitzer and I am the Clydesdale. My friends Amy Radowski, Charlie Yodi, Kat Shear love fitness as a sport as much as I do. We are all 40 plus Masters Age athletes who give all we have to lead a healthy, active life. We also want to bring you athlete interviews, human interest stories, and all the news surrounding the sport of fitness. If you like what you hear, consider giving us a five-star rating and writing a review. We are also available with full video on YouTube at the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast, as well as all traditional podcast platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Clydesdale underscore fitness and friends. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. My name is Scott Schweitzer. I'm your host. I'm the Clydesdale. We love to do fitness and these are my friends. So, you know what happened this week? So many things. No, what? We a lot. released our 150th episode. What? Can you freaking believe it? No, that's a lot of talking. (laughs) (laughs) It kind of went by with like no fanfare because this is actually episode 151. Mm -hmm. Our Christine Kohlenbrander is 150. Um, But dang, in what, a year and a half, we've put out 150 episodes. And that does not count Clydesdale After Dark and bonus episodes. Yikes. Murph's here to, with us to Murph is so excited celebrating. He's celebrating. About 150 <laughs> that he can't contain himself. Oh, that's great. So I just I just saw that and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so blessed. Like this, this was not at all in my forethought when I asked Amy and Charlie if they wanted to sit around a table and talk about CrossFit. Here we, we are. are. And then we brought on Kat, and then things are just all blowing up all loose. over. What's that? <laughs> Said all hell broke loose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's just been crazy. And, um, you know, one of the things I learned uh, through going through my depression last year and going through counseling is, you know, uh, life's too short not to tell people how you feel about them. And I love you all. And I'm so glad that you have come along for this ride. And it makes me happy every day. You guys are the best. Um, and I can't say more than I just, I love each and every one of you so much. Thank you. We love you too. Love you too. It's been an awesome journey. I'm excited for more. Yeah. Is Charlie frozen? I am not frozen. I am not. <laughs> He's just overcome with emotion. I, I just don't, there's no words. Well, before we get into episode 151, uh, we need to thank our sponsors, uh, RX Smart Gear. Uh, Can't say enough about them. They uh, they have been so good to us. And now Walter is excited about episode 150. (laughs) (laughs) Walter likes to jump rope. Waiting for JoJo and... (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Nope. They're locked out. Uh, So anyway... Thank you to Dave Newman and Susan Newman. You guys have been so good to us um, over these 
well, at least the past like 60 or 70 episodes. And uh, they're the best jump rope out there. Clydesdale 15, all caps at checkout, get you 15% off anything in the store, except for new additions and special releases. Um, so go check that out. And also Bear Bells. Uh, Bear Bells, best protein bar out there. Tons of flavors. Apparently, Kat is doing lunch as we're recording. <laughs> Wait, there's more. There's more. Oh, she's really hungry. Ooh. Oh, oh I no. just grabbed what I had in the pantry because I've got them all. So, yeah, if you want to get yourself a couple of those protein bars, Clydesdale 10 gets you 10% off at the store um, as many times as you want to use it now. So use Clydesdale 10, all caps, at checkout, and you get 10% off each box of Bear Bells protein bars. And that's shop.bearbells.com. It is. Thank you for the fill-in. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on this week? It's busy, 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 busy coaching. And I know I saw, Kat is too. I, yeah. Cats at a, at a level that I just don't even comprehend. Um, but I did see a picture of Amy lying flat on the floor this morning. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. What happened there? What was the result? Yeah. What was the result? How did that happen? Here's the result. Um, eight rep max back squats and was part of the wad. And then it was um, rowing and wall balls. So it was 16 calorie row, 42 wall balls, 16 calorie row, 36 wall balls, 16 calorie row, 30 wall balls. Nope. So it's 108 wall balls is what that was. Yummy. And to be, to be honest, it really wasn't the um, like breathing aspect or the cardio aspect that got me. It was actually your just legs. the muscular fatigue. Yeah. Yeah. Your legs. I'm mm -hmm. sure. So that was that, but Charlie didn't get to experience that because nope. he didn't Listen. come to the gym. And I want to know if it's because of Frankie or because of Lisa. No, listen, <laughs> I'm just now feeling good with my back. I said, this is not, Oh, yeah. none of this good. sounds like I need to be doing any of this. So today was an intentional decision. It was an intentional decision of, okay. let's see how much we can not destroy our lower back again with silliness. And plus, growing yeah. in wall balls, who is this for? Six foot six people. It's right. ridiculous. Not me. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the growth, Charlie. I mean, yeah. The old Charlie would have been like, "Oh hell, was, we're going to PR today. We're going to PR this eight rep max, and then be <laughs> out for six weeks." So I like the growth. Yeah, I got to do wall balls on Monday, and it, man, it was freaking hot. That was the other piece I forgot to mention the humidity us midwesterners are not used to 93 degrees oh. and 100 percent humidity yeah that's what's really nice about a 450 square foot garage with an ac unit inside it is oh, a crisp, a <laughs> crisp and non-humid you know 68 degrees in the garage i mean when i coach i have to wear a sweatshirt like it's chilly for me and, you know, very comfortable for my athletes. So, so I take I, back that's what I one said, thing I don't I miss. hate you. 
<laughs> and you too could spend 13 hours in that garage if right. you want. <laughs> and 450 square feet. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. At least you have your bear bells to keep you nourished. Yes, yes. And my and my uh my drag ropes to frustrate the hell out of me. So um how are you getting any fitness in and all that coaching? I am. So 5 a.m. Colleen and I are doing, we're still doing the Fraser programming, mm -hmm. which I realized, you know, I was sent on an errand um, by Mr. Justin LaFranco at the West Coast Classic to get two of those morning chalk up newspapers autographed by Matt. Apparently the two of them had had a conversation earlier in the weekend and Matt agreed to do it. So I had to go up to the third floor onto the suite, into the suite where he was. And he's like talking to somebody, somebody I'm sure very important. I don't know who it was. And I'm just standing there, standing there, standing there. And finally I just interrupt and I'm like, excuse me, Matt. <laughs> Uh, could you sign these for Justin? He's like, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I need a pen. I'm like, here's the pen. And he signed them. He's very nice. I, I said a couple words to him. And, Damn it. I didn't like get a chance to talk to him about the programming. I didn't identify myself as one of his athletes. I didn't get to tell him that I was the person that was DMing him all last month because my date got screwed up and I didn't have the workouts. And there was this whole big rigmarole. And he must remember that because I was the biggest pain in his ass. Um, but he was so kind and like was responding to my DMs and getting everything fixed and whatever. But I like missed my opportunity. I got like all, you know, like starstruck. Yeah. Just like, whoa, 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 thank you. And I left. And I was like, damn. I didn't even get one for myself autographed. Like I should have like asked him for a third one and kept it for me. Yeah. But yeah. But working out is great. It's just, I'm super tired. I just, tomorrow I get to sleep in and I cannot wait. Do you feel fitter now that you've been doing it? For sure. Yeah. I mean, minus like I had a little setback with my back before West right. Coast. And then when we went to West Coast, we didn't do anything. Um, Except for that. And I'm on the run. keto. And, the, and, then I'm, and then I'm on a keto life right run, now. Run. So my workouts suck uh, anyway. But yeah, no, I feel I feel good. It's, it's, it's a great program. Speaking so, of which, okay. programs. Underdog, how's that going there, Ames? It's going really well, actually. I'm telling you, I mean, I've been hitting my percentages every time. So we, we just, each week we kind of increase the percentages um, on clean and jerks on the parts of it that I'm using the clean and jerks and the snatching and the um, back squats and that kind of thing. So I've been, I haven't failed any yet, but we're getting up to 90% coming this week. So <laughs> we'll see, we'll see how those go. Um, but I'm, I'm feeling much better with my movements, which is what I wanted to do. Do you videotape yourself and like yes. hashtag it? And do you have, do they have coaches that talk to you about it? I, I don't hashtag that. No, um, I just video myself so I can, can uh, coach myself on them. Mm. But you can post I'm somewhere, usually, right? For someone to yeah. look at it if you wanted to. Sure, sure. Because I know we talked to Justin and he, he is trying to do it all himself. Yeah, that's a lot of work. Point. Yeah. Um, and so it would be him looking at your video and analyzing it. Okay. Send him your snatch. Picture. <laughs> video. Do it. <laughs> Justin needs to see your snatch, Amy. Let's do okay. it. Okay. I'll send him a clean and jerk and some snatch work. <laughs> you got red. Look at you. You're blushing. <laughs> well, listen, I don't want to make him uncomfortable with, with too many DMs. So that's great. 
Yeah. Oh, but so, speaking of snatches, I did a workout on right on Monday with a ton of snatches and I totally gnarled up my thumbs just because of the high reps. Dumbbells so, or barbell? No, barbell. Barbell. Mm. Got tape those yeah, thumbs, I girl. I know. I usually do, but I didn't this time because I don't know why. And now I'm paying for it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to hear what he has to say. And, and before they get too big, like when yeah. you can't do it, now's the time to do it. Okay. Well, I know, I, I know a few things that he's going to say. <laughs> pull, too, pull too early, get, didn't get to my hip pockets. But, well, but you've gotten so much feet. better at that. Yeah. Yeah. So much. Yeah. So I'll go, I'll go. Up. I'll go lighter on my percentages and then send it to him first. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're worse when you're lighter. Okay. All right. Because you can muscle it. Mm, yeah, it's true. And now how you do everything. That's what I was told. Listen, you don't get traps like this. From wait until yeah. you hit the hip pockets. You get it from pulling straight from the ground. That's what I believe. <laughs> Big old shrug. Yeah. Small muscles and lower backs. It's all it's all about. So I have a question for you guys. Um, if I told you you had to do dumbbell front squats. Pass. And I stated in the standards that the dumbbells had to be in a front rack position. What would that look like to you, do you think? Single or double? Sing, uh, double. Double. What if, per se, somebody decided to hold the dumbbells vertically and put them behind here, back here, behind their head? Would that be considered a front rack with the dumbbells? If no part no. of the dumbbell is past this frontal plane, right? If they're all back here, you would, you would think that's not a front rack, right? Would be a back I would squat. not. No. So, so yeah, let me tell you. Let's let's talk about this. Scott, you can you can intro because you know what I'm talking about. Go ahead. Well, no, I just want to say, as a non-elite athlete and a very bad front rack position, I put them beside my head and they kind of like touch above the head mm -hmm. because that's. But I'm not an elite athlete, like, and my front mm -hmm. rack sucks. Well, it's better than it was, but it's not where it needs to be. Sure, but I, I think. Oh, I don't know where Kat's going, but my guess is, I mean, if, if you're, if the intention is to be front loaded, right, because otherwise it would be a back squat and that would be loading on the back. So my guess is you definitely want to be in the front frontal plane so, position here with dumbbells right. resting on your shoulders. Would so be where she's going is, the, yeah, go ahead. Tell is that the online submissions for the qualifier mm -hmm. for the master's fitness collective were sent in last week. Uh, they were judged. And um, I have a whole lot of comments about that. So we'll just start with the, with the, with the front rack squat. Um, and no names. We're not mentioning names, right, Scott? No, we're just, yeah. no. Okay. I would never do that. I want to, but I'm not <laughs> going to. Um, so, yeah. A lot of people did the vertical. Um, I will tell you, just in all seriousness, in the open, we we always allowed that. Correct. 
Correct. So, and so I did not pick that apart when I judged the MFC videos. Mm-hmm. And then till you said something about it a couple okay. days in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's, here's my thoughts on that. Um, if you read the standards for 17.2 and 18.2 or whatever those two workouts were, where we were doing like lunges with the dumbbell, um, if you read the written standards, not the announcement that Dave did, the show, the spectacle, the rehearsed, whatever, the written standards, nowhere does it say front rack. It just says dumbbell lunges, and then it describes where the dumbbells need to be. And it says the dumbbell must be over the shoulder, like one dumbbell must be over the shoulder. So it's very specific. It does not say anywhere front rack. So compared to the standards that were written for the MFC qualifier that says a front squat and in the standards, it says dumbbells must be in a front rack position. So that's what I was going off of. Um, Not really even paying attention to what had happened in the open before and what people were doing. Cause I didn't, you know, at the time I didn't pay attention to it. So that's kind of where the rub was, I think for a lot of people. And because there were a ton of athletes that, that got penalized for that. Now, they got penalized 15 seconds, right? For within the workout, they did 30 front, 30 front squats within the workout total. Um, it was four, it was 30 box jump overs, four and a complex, four deadlifts, three power cleans, uh, sorry, five deadlifts, five. four power cleans, and three front squats. So 30 front squats for 10 rounds and then another 30 box jump overs. I gave them a 15 second penalty. Not a big deal, like really not a big deal. And I don't think anybody that was penalized went from qualifying to not qualifying. Do you know what I mean? Like it didn't change the trajectory of anyone's CrossFit career or anything like that. And I got so many comments and emails about that. I mean, one person took it so far to like send me the video of Dave Castro announcing 17.2 saying front rack and then arguing that like he never got penalized for, you know, it back in the open. And I'm like, really, dude, like just and like passive aggressive emails. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry, but I'm the head judge. Like, shouldn't you be nice to me? Because I'm going to see you <laughs> in Fort Wayne <laughs> and, you know, we're not going to be friends. So that so, just drove me crazy. Amy, you want to say something? Well, I was going to say, sorry. so, I, and I apologize because I did have to step away from a for a barking dog. So were there actual standards that said where they needed to be placed? The standard stated a front squat and that the dumbbells need to be in a front rack position. Okay. To me, that is a front rack position. That is not back right. here. Right. It wasn't just dumbbells on the shoulders, you know, or because even that they weren't really even on the shoulders. Now someone came back and said, well, they told me I could hold them vertically. And I'm like, well, that's great. You can hold them vertically, but they need to be in a front rack. So you got to hold them vertically. Mm-hmm. Sure. Here, they can't be, you know, behind your head. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so much crap about it. Love it. See, yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. And I do think, you know, there are certain standards on in the past that were allowed and then changed, you know, handstand pushups, that's a standard that's changed a couple of different times. You have to go specific to what the standards say. Yeah. And details matter, right? Details matter when you're competing in a competition, you know, sift through those standards and make sure, you know, that you know what you're doing. So we actually kind of talked about this um, in Vegas, I think, because it was right after the Katrin Burpee thing. Mm -hmm. And um, if you have CrossFit in your name, 
and you're a competition, I think there should be a standard set of standards across all competitions that have CrossFit in their name. Just like the NFL has a rules committee that comes up with, this is how the NFL plays from the, during this season. And in the off season, that committee meets and makes any changes or tweaks they need to. Um, a burpee should be a burpee should be a burpee. Uh but here's where I'm going to, where I'm going to disagree with you on. There are sometimes during competitions where it is a burpee box over and you can place your hands on the box. There's times when you absolutely cannot put your hands on the box. Right. That's what I'm saying. That should all stop. If it's a burpee box over, it should be one way. I'm not sure I agree with that necessarily because there are so many, it's constantly varied. But that's why the judges who are volunteers and not getting paid are getting hammered all the time because there's not a steady or not a consistent standard across competitions. And they go by what they know as a judge. They put out a they put out a certification every February that if you want to be a judge, you have to take this and they don't follow their own judging course. They change it throughout the season. That makes absolutely no sense. Listen, I hear what you're saying, and I don't disagree with that aspect for as the judging and, and they are overworked and all that. But that's on, this is on the people putting on the competition to inform the athletes, to make sure that the athletes understand all the standards as well as the judges. In this world, as we're trying to become a professional sport, people are going to game the system. They're gonna look at the fine line of every detail and the competition people aren't equipped to know what those fine lines are. And then they get caught in the middle of it during the competition. It's unfair to them. And I believe that, and I'm not saying like the fall jam here in Columbus needs to follow that standard. They can do whatever they want. But if you are a CrossFit affiliated event, meaning a semifinal like semifinals should be consistent across all semifinals. It is giving people a shot to the games. Okay. Well, if, if we're going on that, then you know what that means for push-ups? That means chest and thighs yeah. are touching the ground. And I'm okay 100%. as long as there is a, see, you're, you're making it to be what you want it to be. It just needs to be a standard. I, I'm reading what the CrossFit standard is. Right. But they changed their standards uh, even on that at different events. Yeah, and, and I think they also need to be careful that the movements that they are doing in programming need to be easily judged. Yeah, I, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? There's so much wishy-washiness and I mean, it needs to be, and, and they'll never do it like with the open and things like that where, you know, this is okay, this is not okay, this is not okay, this is fine. You know, they're not gonna give you like the eight degrees of what is right and wrong. And you can do that in a competition you know, in an in-person competition, I feel like, but you go through this, you go down this slippery slope of like what, what's acceptable and what isn't. And I just think it makes it hard for judges to be consistent across the board. Especially live events and things that are like, that are meaningful to the season of CrossFit. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely some merit in, in them doing something like that. What do you think, Charlie? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I think you have to have one rule um, because even if you even like you were saying, if you have 
multiple ways you can hold something. Someone's always going to figure out a way you didn't say and right. be able to use that as a, some sort of advantage. Um, but I mean, it happens in every sport. I mean, it's a, you know, you look at an NBA, what's the travel now? Is it two? Is it three? Is it four? You know, who really knows? Depends there, on the athlete. there is what it's supposed to be, but, um, and I'm sure the same thing happens with, with CrossFit. It depends on, you know, I mean, we were just looking at some athletes at the West Coast who were they all the way up in their squat? Maybe, maybe not. Um, but, you know, that, that's a standard, but he's still got away with it. So, um, but no, I mean, it, it probably it needs to be more written, a written like this is what it is. And I'm but you're always going to have human error. And I'm sorry, I'm getting a little angry, I guess, about it because after doing the reviews for Cat, one, that is like the most thankless job ever. Anybody who does online reviews deserves six medals uh, and yeah. a place in heaven because it is awful. And no, nobody can follow instructions. There's always, there may have been like three videos I reviewed that every instruction was followed on what they should do prior to even starting the workout and then the standards themselves. And it was so damn frustrating. <laughs> and old people don't know how to post videos. That's all I'm going to say right now. And I'm of the category of old person. I put myself in the same category, but Oh my gosh. How many videos so, did I have to watch like this? Uh, well, not only that, but you'd get, they'd all be marked private or they'd be on a Google drive that I didn't have access to, or they'd be, you know, on an iCloud that you need this and that. And it's like, I would send people emails, Hey, send me your video. And they'd send it back to me the same way they sent it the first time. And I'm like, no, I need access. Like we're going to have a seminar on how to post a video video review. And then there's some people that like didn't post videos at all. They're like, oh, I didn't know I had to do videos. I never videotaped my event one. I'm like, really? You're trying to qualify if, if for this event? A, you didn't If you're at it? this level, you know you have yeah. to submit videos. And there were people that were like in the top 10 that didn't submit videos. I'm like, sorry, like you ain't going. And the reason is, is like, and again, we're not naming names. Like some people didn't do even close to the rounds they were supposed to. Oh, yeah. There were some people that just, it was like 10 rounds and they did like seven. Well, that one, um, that person's judge, I think, messed that person up because you could hear the judge in the background or the coach or whoever when they got to the seventh round saying like, last one, you know, and, you know, if you're in that, you're doing 10 rounds of a complex in the middle of a crazy workout, you're not counting your rounds. You're just listening to the person that's counting for you. Um, but that was unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> That was kind of a yeah. doozy. So, oh well, more to come on that. But that event's going to be really fun. CJ Martin is um, programming it. He programmed the, the online qualifier, mm -hmm. and he's going to program the event. And I'm looks like I'm going to be going to Fort Wayne here in another week or two for like a day trip to check out the venue and figure out you know logistics and all that kind of stuff. So I'm 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 getting to have a very big role in this one, and I'm super excited about it. it should be fun. Yeah, it was it was super fun last year. Yeah. Um, again, I've said it a million times, the master's athletes want to hang out with you. They never get publicity. They want yeah, yeah. as much love as you can give them. And it's actually like a really enjoyable event to go to because you get to hang out and talk with them like all weekend because yeah, they're, they're not, super they're not heading back to the, the hotel room. They're sitting in the stands chatting with everybody. Yeah. 
We need volunteers for that event too, guys. So if anybody watching or listening is interested in volunteering, go to the Masters Fitness Collective Instagram page. Um, I think they have a link there in their link tree. If not, just send them a DM and tell them that you're interested. We need judges, we need um, crew, you know, equipment crew, athlete control, all of that. Um, they treat their volunteers very well. You get a lot of swag, lots of good sponsors. Yeti's a sponsor this year. They're gonna have all kinds of fun stuff for everybody, so. Well, last year I got the CrossFit Symmetry that went around like for legs to do the uh, oh yeah the, the monster things. walks yeah yeah I use them all the time now because that's what my PT has me doing for my back perfect yeah it's a good time so okay there's that yes. and I just want to like when I said that they get to hang out I was surprised at West Coast how many athletes were sitting in the stands yeah um, in between their events. And just like chatting with people. I thought that was really cool to see. Well, and they gave, they gave the athletes like a special section, you know, at the yeah. end, right by the finish line, which was nice. I, I don't, you don't necessarily see that all the time at competitions or, or maybe it's been there before and I've just never noticed, but um, it was nice for them to kind of chill out and watch other heats and come in before they were warming up and, and just hang out there with like their families and VIPs and coaches and stuff. It was cool. Yeah. So I wanted to bring up something else to ask you guys about your opinion on something. Okay. So I, about reading Reddit and the um, morning chalk up about talking about the travel restrictions and whatnot, like in one in five games athletes and that not being able to travel or to attend and them not backfilling those qualifying spots, the CrossFit. Curious what you guys think about that, about them not backfilling them. So I've actually been talking to the person who wrote that article because we're going to do a bottom line on it. And we were kind of discussing that, uh, one, we have this North American centric view of things sometimes. And we forget mm -hmm. that just because we're open here, mm -hmm. that that's not that way around the world. And it was right. actually a bit of a shocker to me, uh, when I, when I, when she said in a meeting that she was doing it and I started talking to her about it, I was shocked at how bad it was. Mm -hmm. Is it um, one in five? Is that, I clearly haven't read the article. So yeah, one mm -hmm. in five, one in five total or one in five international one in five total. Wow. Yeah. Um, England's back on a full lockdown. Mm -hmm. um, parts of Australia are back on full lockdown. Uh, Europe is just a mess. Um, and so I think what my thoughts are is that I'd like, and, and I know CrossFit's trying to help out. They're sending yeah. to get pr provisionals for them because yep. of the sport. Um, but I think the government has bigger fish to fry and it just kind of sits there. Totally. Well, here's the deal. Here's my thought on this. Um, I understand them not wanting to backfill only because of timing. In other words, if I'm an athlete and it's four weeks from the games and I still can't, and I can't get there, it doesn't mean that maybe in two weeks I can get there. Mm. Right. And, and, and maybe get myself ready to compete and go there. So I think it's maybe a little too difficult to sort of, when do you, when do you sort of cut off the invite for the person that earned it 
and then offer the backfill and try to get that person, you know, at the late stage to sort of travel, assuming they're international too, because we've got these regions now of countries and things where, where these people were located. You've got these last chance qualifiers now that if you backfill, now they don't have to go to the last chance qualifier, which is happening this weekend. And then you mm -hmm. get another backfill for that. It's, it's kind of a domino effect. I think what would have, and I, so I don't disagree with that decision. It would have just been nice for them to do that when it started to just say, Hey, this is what we're doing. It's a weird year. I'm very sorry that, you know, travel is the way it is. We are going to help you as much as we can to get here. But if you can't, we're not backfilling and just set the expectation from the get-go instead of just sort of announcing it now. And I guess I'm sure they were in good faith, just hoping things would work out and that this all would be over and people could travel. But that's kind of the, my logical viewpoint of it is like, logistically, it would be a nightmare because then like what you backfill and like, say I'm Car Sanders and I can't get, you know, Australia's on lockdown. They backfill it to somebody else. Somebody else gets in the last chance qualifiers. They now qualify for the games and two weeks before, you know, the games start all of a sudden Australia's open again. And now I can, now I can go, but I forfeited my spot and someone else is getting it. And I just, I think it's clear this way that way too. They don't maybe have to say definitively, I'm not going until like three days before the event. So just to clear it up, um, it's not really about their lockdown. It's about the United States is not accepting people from those countries due to their lockdown. They have to be outside that country for 14 days. So there is a workaround um, where you can Expensive. fly to a country that is not on lockdown um, and that the United States is accepting in, be there for 14 days, and then you can come into the country. Um, and so like uh, Jackie Dahlstrom uh, posted on Instagram, know any good gyms in Mexico or the Caribbean uh, so I can go train for two weeks and then come into the United States. Wow. So that's, that's kind of the reason. It's more about the U.S. government is not allowing people in. Now, like Cara Saunders got a provision mm -hmm. that she's allowed in um, and she got it from the U.S. government already. I don't know what's happening. I know some people they pointed out specifically are the Dukic brothers. Jukic. 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 Jukic brothers. Ju, Ju, Jukic. J, Ju, Jukic. Jukic brothers. There you go. <laughs> um, and uh, all the people in England, like it's just, that's a mess. Is um, Sam Briggs still in England? I don't know. I think yeah. she's back okay because she was in the uk for that event right and people like james newberry said hey i'm in a last chance qualifier but i'm not risking it and so he's in nashville until him. the games because mm. so if he does make it he's already here yeah that's the other piece of it is like these last chance qualifiers what are the chances of all four of the last chance qualifiers not being able to come <laughs> you know yeah, I don't know. So yeah, I that's heard, crazy. I heard some people aren't doing the last chance qualifier either. Like who? They've qualified for it, but they're not doing it. Alethea Boone's not doing it. She's too beat up. Um, she posted something on her Instagram too about the fact that they have to pay $50 to do the last chance qualifier. <laughs> it's like, really? <laughs> What's that? 30 times, like another $1,500 or whatever that CrossFit gets to keep to get these people to do this, like, come on. 
Yeah, I guess that's that was the reason why I was bringing it up that I was thinking about that aspect of it too about the the backfill like that these are also other athletes who have, who paid to do the open who paid to do the quarterfinals that but then you know a thought I had was okay and that's just going to turn into the United States games I mean <laughs> right. because yeah, yeah I think no, I, I don't think it's going to turn into that but I think no, that, not really but um but yeah it is a problem and it we sucks. have four weeks to figure it out Mm -hmm. uh but there are a lot of people excited about the last chance qualifier uh because it is their final shot i've talked to athletes this week who are ready and hope that this is their shot in so yeah who um, are you who's on your who's on your wish list to make it in it's not fair (laughs) it's not fair i have so many people i like now Gosh. <laughs> well, my number one wish is Christy, you know, because mm-hmm. I see yeah, her she's your all coach. the time. Yeah. Uh, and my number two is, is Annika. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm rooting for Annika and uh, Christine Kullenbrander. I think these workouts are really good for her. Yeah. And Fee. Any, any males that you guys are rooting for? Uh, males, I have Spencer and Con. Yeah. yeah. Just want to make I'm sure on, we said that in this episode. That's all. I'm on the, I'm on the Dallin, <laughs> I'm on the Dallin Pepper train. I, I would are. like to see Dallin make it. Yeah. I was really impressed with him at West he'll, Coast. He'll kill, kill the deadlift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that, it's that burp, the, the hundred burpees. And I don't even know who has an advantage on that, like because of the the 12 inch jump. Right. Yeah, so I don't know. That's a hard one to figure out. And it's a weird standard. It's like a side thing, right? Yeah, like like beside you on the wall. So it's not jumping to a, like a pull-up bar. See, so look, look, there you go. I know, dumb. Wait, yeah. it's jumping over a lot, basically a line? No, 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 no. You do a burpee and you reach up with one hand on the wall right. and click a, click a line. It's 12, right. 12 inches? 12 inches above your reach. 12 inches above your reach. Above your reach. So you're going to be like lopsided kind of, you know, it's not like you're going straight up. Mm. Yeah, and when do you mm. turn around so that you're using the other arm and not Right. I mean, well, I don't know that you can do that because you're going to waste time. You know, that one's just going to suck. Like, it's just, you know, who's going to do it the fastest? You just, it's just who's not going to stop? So I got into a long conversation with Annika and I've usually when I talk to her, it's like a one sentence. We're both done and it's over. She talked to me so long yesterday um, because she got the tat- new net new tattoos and she has the mm-hmm. one like on her bi- a bicep. And I said, does that say online comps suck? <laughs> and she said, definitely. Um, and then we got into this whole thing and she's, she's like so nervous. And she did, she thinks she did so well in the quarters and the semis. Like she played the, as best of a game as she could and just yeah. barely missed it. She's going to have to do it again. Yeah. And luckily it's only four workouts. I mean, well, I say luckily in terms of 
beating yourself up, you know, this close to the games, but unfortunately it's only four workouts because, you know, yeah, it's, everyone is a quarter of your score. And, you know, I, I listened to Chase and, uh, Chase and Bill this morning, they were, you know, analyzing the programming. Um, and they basically said that like the first three workouts are, are like a circus act. And it's really the fourth workout with the double unders and the legless rope climbs and the I think it's clean squat cleans or, or something is really the event. And like, how cool would it have been if they had just done that one event? That's it. Last chance. Here's your last chance, you know, do this event and see what happens because you're going to get some weird people potentially winning that deadlift, you know, event that aren't necessarily the fittest people in that, in the field. Sure. Yeah. And it's going to be 25% of their score. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's important. So I don't know. I'm just anxious to see. So I have one quick question for Kat before we get to questions, because we're, we're going long today. Yeah. We have a lot to say. And that is the new affiliate programming. As an affiliate owner, you're the only one here that's an affiliate owner. What yeah. does that mean for your business, especially when you're a smaller gym? Um, so I'm on the wait list. Like I've signed up for it. So and for- why is there a wait list? to create urgency? Um, no, because I think they want to decide who they're going to give it to first. Um, because look, and look, we'll back up. So okay. CrossFit bought hand plan. That was, um, Austin Maliolo, Spencer Hendel and J- uh, James Hobart, right? Mm-hmm. Three of them were in business. They had this hand plan thing. All the people that are now hand plan subscribers are now mayhem subscribers. So all, all the, hand plan people got moved over to Rich Froning and the Mayhem platform. And then CrossFit bought the hand plan programming and they're transforming it into something that they can deliver to affiliates on a daily basis. And it's going to have warmups and coaches notes and a timeline and, and all that. And it's going to be loosely based on like .com workouts. Um, but I don't know how much so. And I've haven't, like I've knew hand plan existed, but I didn't really follow it very closely. Um, so affiliate owners are allowed to sign up for this programming. It is going to be offered for free until the end of the year. Um, word on the street that is it's going to cost $150 a month after January 1st. Um, but it should give you everything you need, you know, to run a class, just like if you were paying for comp train or um, mayhem or whatever else. Um, yes, there's a waiting list. When you sign up on the waiting list, you have to list your affiliate name, what platform you use to track your workouts, like are you SugarWatt or mm-hmm. Beyond the Whiteboard or Wattify or whatever. Um, and you have to list how many members you have. So I'm guessing that there's some kind of rhyme or reason for who they're going to release it to based on the numbers. And I don't know what the strategy is. If it's they're looking for big giant gyms first to adopt it, or if they're looking for smaller gyms to adopt it that don't have an affiliation with an existing whiteboard program like me, um, I guess we'll find out. Who's writing the programming? The, the three guys still. So Spencer, oh, still okay. James, and Austin are now going to be employed by CrossFit to continue that product. So will that be then CrossFit.com? Not necessarily. Nope. Okay. Okay. They, they made it nope, in their release. It says that CrossFit.com will stay remain separate. Okay. Right. That'll be that'll be free, but it could be they could be very similar workouts with just all the extras. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if the extras include 
access to the whiteboard that they're using. Because if it includes access to the whiteboard, 150 is a pretty good deal. If it doesn't include some kind of platform for recording, I think 150 is not a good deal. Um, and that's just my, you know, I think I wouldn't be paying probably more than 40 or 50 bucks a month for just programming. Um, and, you know, you're going to pay between 150 and $300 a month for a system like a Wattify right. you know, or a push press, sugar wad, whatnot. So uh, more to come, you know, I don't, I don't know what it's going to include and, and that sort of thing. So I'll keep you guys posted. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> well, one last update I have to tell you guys is I went to the doctor yesterday and just to, to rehash, I had one big wound on my left leg left. It split into three small wounds. One of the three is closed. I'm down to two small wounds now. And they are all at the surface. It's now a derma issue and not a granulation issue. Good. And so looking like hopefully before summer, I will be able to get into a pool without crap on my legs. Nice. That's great. That Vegas dry heat helped you out, huh? That The doctor actually said those words. I didn't yeah. have the heart to tell her that I actually got into the pool too. Because <laughs> I do think the chlorine may have dried it out a little bit. Sure. So yeah. maybe I need to figure that out as well. I should be a doctor. I swear. There you go. That's my next goal. I'm going to be, be, be a, I'm a life coach. I think it was the ruck run that, that did it. <laughs> yes. Uh, All right. So I just had to share well, that good great. news because very good. Yeah. if you've been following us during these 150 episodes, that's been an issue the whole time. You know, yeah. And, and mm -hmm. we're hoping to be done with it. So we have our up before you coffee questions of the week. And you can get your up before you coffee by going to upbeforeyou.com and using the code Clydesdale20 to get 20% off your order. Had mine this morning. I needed it so bad and it tasted so good. <laughs> so make sure to check that out. So questions of the week. Who's going to read them yes. off? Yes. Number question number one. And we don't have to say give a number. Let's just say, let's just talk about them. Foreign countries that you have visited. I'll go first. I, I've only visited one because I oh. live a sad life. And that is Canada. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks. That was so, a reminder. Um, so, yeah, I've gone to Canada several times when I was young. It was only like a three-hour drive from where I lived in Pennsylvania. Um, so went a bunch. But my dream foreign vacation would be to go visit my friend Peter in Ireland. Mm. That'd be cool. You see how Scott added in an, a third question there? For, of course. Yeah, okay. Well, I only went to one country. There wasn't much to talk about. Did you go to Niagara Falls? I've been to Toronto. I've been to uh, Windsor. I've been to Stratford-Von-Avon. So is that a no to Niagara Falls? Yeah, I've been to Niagara Falls. Oh, okay. But that's See, just I like, just added more, more to stuff get For there. me to get to Canada, I have to go by the falls. Like I go through Buffalo in. So mm -hmm. I see the falls every time. So it's just like, meh, yeah, I've seen them. Yeah. All right, Ian, what you got? I've been to Canada. Thanks for the reminder. I went to Windsor for spring break one year because you could drink there. <laughs> Rome or Italy. Mm. Went to Italy. Um, Dominican Republic. 
I've been to Cayman Islands, Honduras, Jamaica, and Mexico. Wow. Sounds like some, uh, some summer vibe trips there. A lot of it is if you just go on a cruise, you can hit about three of those. Okay. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, my, mine are uh, basically the same of those, except for Italy. I have not been to. Um, and then uh, Michigan, I'd count that as a foreign country. So I've been there. We love our Michigan listeners. <laughs> yes, we do. Michigan. Michigan. Um, okay. So, all right. I'm just going to say, because I'm going to count airports too, because I've been, I haven't actually visited, uh-huh. visited, but I've been in some airports internationally. Um, funny story, not funny story. Uh, quick, going to Italy, I think in December with my dad. Yeah. Ooh, the whole family, yeah. whole family trip. So we'll see how that goes. Um, awesome. And I've never, so I've never been to Europe before, ever, never. Um, I've been to Japan overnight, um, on my way to the Philippines on a missed flight. I've been in the Philippines a bunch for work. Um, and I've been to Canada a bunch for work. I've been to Toronto and Sault Ste. Marie, which is right above Michigan, I believe. Um, so that same foreign country that Charlie's been to in close proximity. Mm-hmm. Um, Bermuda, that's not a different country, is it? Is that a country? I don't know. That's where I went on my honeymoon. I feel like it's a country. Bahamas? No, Bermuda. Oh, Bermuda. Like okay. off the coast of Georgia or country. Florida. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There you go. Bermuda. Yeah. yeah. That's where I honeymooned. Um, and I don't think I've ever been to Mexico. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, Hong Kong. Again, airplane, like layover. Mm-hmm. Took a shower in one of the like airport lounges in Hong Kong. Yeah. I will That's what say happens that when you when you lose your luggage. I will say Amy and I will be in Australia at some point. Yes, we will go to Australia. Do you guys know I have cousins that live in Australia? And I Perfect. pen paled I pen paled with them when I was a child. And they still like a bunch of them still live there. And I've always wanted to go. Like ever since I was a little yeah. kid. My grandparents used to have like a coin jar on their kitchen table and they said it was their Australia fund, like to go to Australia. <laughs> They never made it. My dad went to when I was a kid and what he brought home and one of my favorite toys was this koala that he brought home. And I just always wanted to go to Australia after that. Yeah. Like the one I cut the hair on of my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Cool. All right. Um, second question. You have a human body, but you have the head of an animal. Any animal you choose. Weird question. Super weird, right? Yeah. I chose a tiger. Because I like tigers. I want to be a tiger king. (laughs) (laughs) I am. So I'm going to choose, I'm going to choose an owl. And only because I think it would be really cool to like turn my (laughs) all the way around. And people might think I was like smart and wise. Or an exorcist, I don't really know. Yeah, either one. <laughs> I would have to go with a lion. Yeah. Just King. full mane, full Mufasa head. Because all this luscious hair that I already have just. That would be, be awesome. 
I forgot about this question, so I'm I'm riffing, and so uh, I'm gonna go with the chipmunk because I can store all my food in my cheeks. <laughs> and, Save it for uh, later. And then when I'm at these events, I don't have to go hungry all day. I have them, I have it stored up, and mm. I just chew a little, and then, you know, because that has that has truly messed me up since I've gotten back. Because oh, we would eating. go so many hours without eating. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, body since I've been to. back, I am having a hell of a time hitting my macros. Not because I'm eating too much. It's because I'm I'm forgetting to eat. Yeah. And I never, well, I didn't, ever ha- I didn't have a problem that with that. Problem. I didn't, I, I managed to grab food more often than you did, I think. The only food I grabbed is what you grabbed and brought me. Yeah. So that's, that's it. Yeah. I guess I should have done a better job of feeding you. Sorry. <laughs> than that keto knife yeah yeah i will have to say for an event usually they don't have healthy food this one actually had like really good food yeah that chicken teriyaki looked pretty good and they had salads for me pretty much every day with like eggs and lunch meat ham and whatever else all right well next week's guest is uh granite games champion ariel lowen and uh yeah so she's going to the games after five years of trying when she was younger at regionals and not making it uh retiring giving up uh, giving up the sport uh qualified in the open this year made baby. quarters kind of fluky when she made quarters was like oh crap maybe i need to like train a little more <laughs> then make semis so she picks up instead of one hour a day she does two hours a couple days a week and then wins the freaking granite games <laughs> and so she actually talks about how it wasn't the right time for her to win when she was to trying to do it during regionals uh where she actually finished sixth one time by like four points um it just wasn't the time and now is and now she can appreciate it more and uh and she's so stoked to be going to the games so it's a fun one You'll have to check it out. I think Charlie and I did that one, right? You were there, right, Charlie? Hello? Charlie. Yeah, I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) Did you 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 interview Ariel? Did something happen? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he was asking you a question and you didn't answer. (laughs) I didn't hear that at all. must have been frozen. (laughs) So you were with, you, you and I did the Ariel Lowen interview, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Very impressive. Yeah. So uh, I'm excited for that. Uh, It'll be out uh, Tuesday morning. Now, time for that best best thing from the internet. And to see if Amy's going to die for her phone or not. I already, I'm ready. This is a good time for me. I'm focused. I haven't gone all day. And I'm, you know, uh, I'm picking from Make What's Great Again. And it was, there's a dog on the top of the slide and the coach says, make sure you pace this wad. And then the dog goes down the slide and falls off. And it says full send from the beginning. That's me trying to coach all the time saying, do not go hot out the gate on this one, pace yourself. And then I look over and we're dead. So that's my best thing. Cat gone. Okay, cat's gone. Cat's gone. She's like, I don't want to be with this anymore. Yeah. So, Scott, what's yours? I'm trying to think. Um, 
I watched a podcast with uh, Max L. Hodge and Armin Hammer uh, this week that was really good. And it really kind of dives into um, thought processes of coaching and uh, thought processes of strategy in a workout. Something I've never been good at. Uh, but like, and then he, Max talks about how he, his goal is to somehow maximize being able to lift heavy and move well and move fast. That those two things are not ever together. Most of the time you have someone who can lift heavy and their movement is down here. Um, sometimes people move really fast and their lifting is down here. And the goal really in CrossFit is to get that as equal as possible and to rise together as much as possible. And that's really what he's trying to study and figure out. Um, and so it was really interesting. It was kind of geeky for uh, CrossFit, but uh, I loved it. Doesn't somebody's program have that? Christian Harris and their thing, move fast, live heavy. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe he should call him. Maybe he figured it out. Yeah. So what's your best thing, buddy? Uh, yeah, listen, I know we've talked about it in the past, but this is the first time I've seen ladies do the slap fighting. Oh. It was something different. I mean, it. they had this one. It looked like it was in America because they had screens behind them, crowds. It was like it was fully done up. It's becoming a major sport. It's going to be bigger <laughs> than CrossFit. You all just wait. I'm going to no. do a podcast on slap fighting. But these women are taking shots that I would probably be asleep if I got hit with it. But they're just, it's impressive. It's very impressive. Hey, Charlie, if you show up at the gym for one of your registered class times, maybe, mm -hmm. maybe we can try it. Mm. Mm. Maybe. Who maybe. goes first? Might be some HIPAA violations or something. <laughs> have, you, have you seen have you seen the TikToks where they take the tortilla wrap and, and they you ask each other questions and if you're wrong, then you get to slap the other person with the tortilla wrap? No, but let's start let's with do that. that. Let's do that. Let's start with that. That'll be a good warm-up to slap fighting. And and you're gonna video this? I, I would. Sure. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. With that, we want to thank our sponsors, RX Smart Gear. Don't forget Clydesdale 15 um, at checkout gets you 15% off anything in the store. Uh, Bear Bells, uh, Clydesdale 10 gets you 10% off any box of proteins at shop.bearbells.com. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment. Uh, we're looking for subscribers. <clears throat> and next week, uh, I'm putting together a giveaway. Uh, if you subscribe to our YouTube channel, you will be entered into a drawing. Uh, there'll be a couple, we're gonna put it on Instagram. Uh, you have to do a couple steps and you subscribe. And then I'm gonna put together a little giveaway package that'll have some cool stuff made from our sponsors, uh, maybe some stuff I have laying around and uh, we'll do that. So with that, I will see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Bye. See you. Thank you for joining us on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. Remember, you can find us now on YouTube as well as all major podcast platforms. Please go ahead and hit that subscribe button 
on whatever platform you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends.